Welcome to the Akashic Reading Podcast, presented by AkashicReading.com, the place where you can learn to access your soul's wisdom, or at least stop digging the hole any deeper. I'm your host, Terry Uktena, and today we'll be doing a deep dive into how to use past lives practically to live better in this one. Every embodied human being has past lives. Most have an average of several hundred to several thousand human lives, depending on their personal education choices and or their profession as a mature soul. They also have five to ten times that many embodiments recorded for planets other than this. When people think of past lives, they tend to see them in one of two ways. The most common is what I call infotainment. They aren't interested in anything substantive, but instead want to know if they were someone famous, important, rich, or even exciting. Hence, everyone wants to know if they were royalty at some point, or someone famous like Cleopatra or an Egyptian pharaoh. It's fun to know and provides a bit of a thrill. The other way is considered karmic debt or lingering lessons. People are looking for where in the past they've accrued a debt, somewhat like a spiritual IOU, which needs to be redeemed. They can then better understand certain relationships and what they're meant to do with them, supposedly. Or they can find lives which ended traumatically and correct current phobias, instinctive reactions, even subconscious drives. The idea is hopefully just knowing about them will heal and transform things. But if not then the information can lead towards a modality which can be used to fix it. So past lives are experienced either as a bit of fun or a nagging problem like an itch directly in the middle of our back. It's annoying enough we need to scratch it, positioned exactly where we can't reach effectively and so we mostly ignore it, but when we can't, we need to find some mechanism or other which can help us get the job done. Embedded in these two concepts is the assumption we're dumped into a new life directly after ending the last one, somewhat like a product on a conveyor belt. We're supposedly shunted from one station to another, one life to another, acquiring some new aspect of ourselves without our volition until we're complete, packaged, and labeled for shipment to our final destination. Fortunately, this couldn't be further from the truth. In between embodiments, we are completely aware of all our past lives, work through outstanding issues from previous embodiments, and incorporate all the wisdom our embodiments create within and for us. Think of an embodied life like a NASA mission. Afterwards, no matter if it was successful or a disaster, particularly if it was a disaster, there's a deep, thorough, and painstaking debrief followed by a postmortem. As souls, we go into seclusion with our teacher after an embodied life ends to work through everything which happened, adding in all the details which couldn't be known while we were embodied, plus all the consequences, interconnections, and pre-planning versus spur-of-the-moment events. Then the reasons why and the what we learned are incorporated. We don't just pop from one life to the next without this, no matter how soon we re-embody. Soon being an irrelevant time measure when linear time doesn't exist. In fact, if and when we choose to embody again, part of the pre-planning and preparation for embodiment 
includes sorting through all the wisdom and skills we've accumulated both through our previous lives and our time outside them to assemble a toolkit which will support us on this new adventure. There's no reason to pack everything we are. Therefore, we pack what we expect to need. This doesn't imply we or our teacher and guides who help us are omniscient, can fully predict the future, and so can plan for every contingency. Far from it. We, everything, and everyone around us has free will. This is part of the magic and mystery of embodied life. Things can't be accurately predicted, and we are free to choose in each and every moment how and whether we wish to proceed. Which means it's not uncommon for us to unknowingly have the same experience a mechanic, plumber, or electrician does when they go to reach for a tool they need and find they don't have it or it's not where they expect. There's nothing quite so frustrating as knowing you need to do something and not having ready means to do it. When we get stuck, can't figure out how to resolve something, or feel like we should be able to work through this if only we could remember how or even get ourselves jump-started, accessing our past lives can be the solution. The past life records in our soul book are one of the most helpful resources we have available to us for retrieving the wisdom and skills we're looking for or helping us problem-solve how to acquire them. As everything we've ever done or been are recorded there in high fidelity, we can access experiences where we've already solved similar problems we're working through now. This loads the lessons learned into our DNA so we can just know them, much like Trinity in the Matrix learning how to fly a helicopter. They can also act like the whiteboard at work with a list of all the things we've already tried and found aren't the solution. For any given situation, especially lessons we're working through, it's more than likely we've been working on them a while and so have racked up experience in what not to do. Past lives, seen from a high overview or summary, can help us understand the bigger picture of what we're working through or on, and lead us towards the solution. One of the biggest problems people have when connecting with past lives is understanding what is being presented and why. Past life records work somewhat like ads on Google, Amazon, or Facebook. What we're interested in now what we're working through, struggling with, or becoming, informs the information we see. The past lives we will be presented are specifically geared to speak to us about our life now, or respond to any request we have in our hearts and minds in the moment. As our minds are often out of sync with, well, a lot of things, what we see in retrieving past lives can create confusion as to what the purpose is for the experience once we've had it, or what we're meant to understand from it all. Those who delve into their own past lives rarely receive a random sample, general overview, or past life experience which is representative of the whole. Because the information is targeted to the now like a social media ad, the lives perceived will have similarities or themes and may not be representative of the person's cumulative past life experiences. If a person is having them accessed for infotainment, they'll only get lives which are about how rich, important, or famous the person has been. If there aren't many like that, then they'll only get one or two examples. If there are many, they could get a mashup which can make things even more confusing both to the reader and the person. 
If the person is trying to discover what past life is influencing this current embodiment negatively, or what contracts and karma need to be resolved, then they could receive three different past lives where they died horribly in accidents, political struggles, or due to violence. These are usually 0.0001% of all the lives a person has lived, but are the most relevant to what the person is expecting and or looking for. This is not an overview of who the soul has been in its entirety, not a statement that the majority of their lives have ended violently, not a statement about lessons to be learned, harm which needs to be addressed, or issues which are intruding into the now. However, the information is being presented from dreams provided by our guides, readings with Akashic readers, past life regression, or even spontaneous vision. The information is a response to our requests for help, support, and understanding, and is therefore specific to each request. You can consciously access past lives. Past life records are immense. Each contains an instant-by-instant record of the entire life from conception to soul release. Most of this information is not only irrelevant to our current life, but also boring. Watching it would be as exciting and informative as watching paint dry. For this reason, and also because we can become quickly overwhelmed by the emotions and memories presented, working with one is somewhat like watching an extended trailer for a movie. It's as immersive as we're willing to let it be and still retain our connection to this life. But it's brief, giving us only the part of the narrative which is relevant to our issue or question. What we see isn't necessarily the most important part of the life, what defined the life, or even a theme within it. It's the part most relevant to us now. Most methods for working with past lives require us to look through them one by one, like trying to find one quote in a library full of physical books. However, there are ways we can access and utilize them much more like Google or YouTube to find specific examples and answers relevant to our needs. One is to work directly with the past life sections of your soul book or Akashic record. Doing so consciously is a bit different than how students learn by reading one record at a time. In fact, it can seem like having to do things in reverse. Instead of centering yourself, holding a question in your mind, and then opening the book, you'll first open the book to the past live section, which is often the first half. Then center yourself and hold the problem to be solved in your mind and ask for all the relevant entries which can help in the matter. Soul books respond in a variety of ways to these types of queries. One is to provide one paragraph summaries for each life and event which is relevant. These can take up one to two pages and will appear immediately on the pages which have until this time seemed blank. Each is enterable if you need more detail, but it's often a better practice to try and see them as a collection. Patterns can then be seen. Solutions can become obvious. We can even easily see learning curves and long-term plans in this way. Books can also convert the relevant lives and experiences into pop-up 3D presentations and we'll mark the sections by clumping irrelevant pages together. So as you turn pages, a new pop-up will come up, and each one will have information relevant to the problem. Some will even point you towards the past life summaries held in section 2, and bring up the relevant sections where you've written for yourself 
how you solved the problem in the past. Reading through this will help you remember it now and help inspire you on how to apply this wisdom in the now. I found working with a soul book for this type of problem solving can at times be cumbersome, unless I'm looking for some very detailed information or to access a past version of myself to talk to them about choices they made. Going into a past life record in our soul book allows us to hold conversations with our past selves and get insights which might not be obvious from a historical record of events. What often works better is accessing your Akashic room. Each room has an information center, which includes some means of displaying past life records. Many people have a flat screen TV mounted to the wall, or a blank wall which can act like a projector screen. Without the restrictions of the book format, Immense amounts of information can be displayed for you in a way which allows you to target solutions without getting distracted by extraneous information, media, or past emotional attachments. To use this method, find the area of your room where information can be easily displayed. While it can seem simple to begin working with your conscious mind and feel, think, or will your questions into being, It's handy to think of this area of your room like a futuristic computer screen, which is responsive to your commands, but isn't an authority which is curating things for you. Like with the internet, your wall has access to everything, but is directed by you for you. So instead of watching everything and thinking there's some reason you need to intake all of this, use your hands to skip past things which you already understand to dig further. Separate out visuals so they play side by side, and you can see the similarities and differences. You may find on a table nearby there are tools, such as pointers, remotes, and even pads, which can help you navigate through the data. It can seem complicated, but actually, once you begin, and as long as you don't get sucked into any one video or display, you'll get the hang of it in no time. If the problem you're facing, no matter how complicated or mundane, is something you've already learned how to solve or navigate, you can download this wisdom into your physical body. Often, this is one particular life where you not only learned the solution, but learned how to implement it with such ease that it became a habit. Think of this like learning how to drive. We don't learn the lessons of driving intellectually and then think we've accomplished our task and move on to something else. Driving is something we learn in order to solve the issue of convenient transportation. We learn to do it so well we forget the individual steps it takes to do it and only notice them when something goes amiss or we have to use a rental car, which is a different make and model from our own. On the screen or wall, a past life will be presented as the best and most relevant, whether it be healing practices from Egypt a life as the head of a family in ancient Mongolia, being an Amazon warrior, or an architect building a temple in India. Once the life is displayed, you can ask to have the information downloaded into your current life. This happens not as intellectual information, but like an app is loaded into our phone. It comes into your energy through your higher self, loads into your body, and then installs fully into you. For those working in their Akashic room, often the device used to control the information will have a button which starts the download process. If you're using your hands to access the display, then cupping the visual and bringing it towards you will start the download. 
Once the download is complete, installation may take some time as it's updating your entire being with new wisdom and abilities. This can take several weeks or even months to complete depending on how much is being installed. Often the wisdom unpacks like a time-lapse capsule and feels like we're moving from having no idea to, oh, I just know what to do now. If we're downloading things such as more of our angelic nature, a full set of our skills as priest or priestess for a specific religion or deity, or an entire life's experience as a healer, the effects can be dramatic. Be gentle with yourself as more can change than just your response to the situation of the moment. Once you know what you're getting from your past lives and how to access them consciously, vast universes of information open at your fingertips. You won't need to relive who you've been, but instead can unfold with confidence all the new opportunities and potential this life is offering. And that's all the time we have this week. If you're interested in knowing more, check out my website, akashicreading.com. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please consider supporting it by subscribing on Patreon. You can sign up for my Akashic Book Club, where we read books on all aspects of the Akashics, see all my other offerings, and get regular updates about what I'm working on at patreon.com slash Thanks. Bye.